Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Tell Me Yours, a storytelling podcast with me, your host, Trey Everett. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tell Me Yours, a storytelling podcast with me, your host, Trey Everett. Super excited for my guest today. He's a great friend, a really talented songwriter. He's an audio engineer, a music producer, and he plays guitar and banjo for the indie Southern California folk band Moonlight Graham. Andrew Border is on the pod today with a uh, just a really incredible story about experiencing new things in foreign places. Very excited to get to it, so please welcome Andrew Border. Oh. Oh, hey big guy. What up? How you doing, man? CD's being recorded. Got it. Nice. Yeah, it is, you big idiot. <laughs> oh, Patreon members are going to get some cat content, that's for sure. Perfect. Come on, bud. Andrew, I am so excited for you to watch this Beatles documentary. It's, I know, dude. It I'm also nervous. so incredible. No, I'm honestly not worried about it being overhyped or anything like that. No. Oh, man. I'm not nervous about that. I'm nervous about it, like, hitting me too hard. Because, like, I, like, when I watch that stuff, yeah. especially, like, like even the um, – is it the, the Ron Howard one, Eight Days a Week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even that one was, like – it was great. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, it just it was just like a lot of feelings. This one is worse. Yeah, I know. Yeah, In that's, that that's, department. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. So. Okay, you're gonna tell me a story. Yeah, I am. I love it with a cat in the background. Special Patreon only cat sightings. Yeah, for those of you on Patreon, that is Cinder, yeah. and it's actually her. Uh, it's her Gotcha Day. We got oh. her three three years ago. For those of you not uh, subscribed to this Patreon, you should so you can see that cat. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For for that. 
and for the I'm sure all the visual things that I've done or said so far or will do in the future that won't, that won't make sense it's so good but yeah so I'm gonna tell you a story when I was 15 uh the summer after my freshman year of college my brother was graduating college right we went to college for one year together or not college high school okay Already I was just like that. doing the quick math in my head and I was like Jesus were you in college at 15 oh, super Andrew? super smart super smart <laughs> no so so in high school, I was 15, uh, summer after my freshman year of high school. My brother had just graduated. Uh, so we had just done one year of high school together. And for his graduation gift, he and a bunch of friends and their families were going to go on this cruise to the Mexican Riviera, which if you're not familiar with that is, it's, it's a number of cities along the uh, western coast of Mexico. Hmm. Um, so like the Pacific side of Mexico. It was a five-night cruise. I'd never been on a cruise before, but at that point, I was 15. I didn't drive. I had very little agency over my life, right, yeah, as you yeah, do. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, we're going, we're going on a cruise for a week. You're Sweet. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me when I need to be packed, you know? I love it. So, so we went, and it was cool. It was also really weird. Because I was hanging out with my brother and his friends, and they had one of one of their friends had a sibling, and she was two years older than I was, which at that age, like 15 to 17, it's a big enough age difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like you wouldn't really hang out together, right? Mm-hmm. There's just too many life events between those two years. So it, it was weird because I was hanging out with my brother and his friends. They were all super close and joking and whatever. And I was just kind of there around. Mm-hmm. The, the the deep friendship bonding times yeah but i i didn't know these people i knew some of them yeah uh but i didn't know you know and, and i knew my brother obviously but we never really hung out in that setting very much so it was just kind of weird but it was like it was a good time because mm-hmm. people around me were having a good time if you've never been on a cruise there's these um whatever you know you, you you sail sometimes it's sailing days where you're at sea and you're you're going to whatever the next port is. Okay. And then there's port days where you you know you drop anchor and you can take ferries into the onto shore and they they have these excursions that you can book through the cruise line. Like at the different cities. I've actually genuinely yeah, never been on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's like okay, so I want to say it was Mazatlan. This is one of the things that I just couldn't remember okay, where cool. the story takes place. I think it was Mazatlan. I know it wasn't Cabo and I know it wasn't Ensenada, which are like per- the two kind of perfect. ones that, that yeah. most people go to. Yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't those. Um, <laughs> so we, we all kind of booked this thing where we were going to go to this beach and that was going to kind of be home base. So, and we were, we we're all going to do different things. So we were all like lining up. And again, if you've never been on a cruise, the, the way we got to shore is, you know, you, you see those cruise ships off, like kind of off the coast they're i don't know six seven hundred yards off the coast uh, a decent ways and then you get on these smaller boats and the way you do that is they just kind of throw down this gangplank and there's railings and whatever but you walk onto this boat and you're on the sea and it's you know moving up and down it just felt so weird to me right i was again 15 years old hadn't experienced much of life yet but it just yeah. felt weird to me like there's a lot of old people around here there's a lot of people who like <laughs> so easily it just felt so dangerous yeah for something that i was sure happened all the time how does a wave not just double up and just chuck one of these people over every once in a while yeah 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 and you know if if you've ever seen that if you've ever been near one of these huge ships whether it's a cruise ship or 
if you've been to like a military base and these huge things floating in the water, it just feels so unnatural. Mm. And then the idea of being in the water next to that yeah. is so terrifying to me, maybe to other people too. So it was just like, as soon as I stepped off the boat, I felt uncomfortable. Mm, okay. So we got off and, and this was, I think this was one of our first stops. So this was my first time ever being outside of the country. Okay. So we're going into Mexico, which to me felt like a really big deal. It was like, whoa, a foreign country. This is this like this is weird. I don't know. Just just a little nervous. Again, fifteen year old kid. So we we go and we get to we kind of dock the ferry. Everybody gets off. We're all together. There's maybe fifteen of us there kind of between my brother and his friends and me and the families and whatever. And then we get on these, you've probably seen them if you've been to San Diego or or Miami has them, these like kind of open air trucks where you, they kind of put you all in the back and there's seats and there's like an awning over it. Oh, they're like yeah, bench yeah, style yeah. seats where you all kind of sit there and you're like bouncing around. And, mm-hmm. and so that's what we took into town and they sold beer on these things. My dad buys a Corona. They crack it open for him and, and they give it to him and he's sipping on it. We're just sitting there kind of talking, looking, it's on the shore. It's beautiful. We're like heading into town and he looks at me and is like you want to try this and he holds up the beer and i was like wow like mexico's wild like even my dad doesn't care uh you know and looking back on it i'm like oh well of course he wanted my first taste of alcohol to be like under a supervised thing right yeah, he wanted yeah, to yeah. know if it was there was going to be trouble or not if i, if I was like you know, if I downed the whole thing and I was like, that was delicious. But, you know, so it was like this big moment. Yeah, absolutely. And it just like came up, I was like so un- like so unprepared for it. Just that idea of tasting something that you've never tasted and that you have no idea what it's going to taste like is just such a rare experience. And that is kind of one of the few things. And I tasted it and I hated it. It was awful. I was like, this is not at all what I expected because you look you watch those commercials when you're sitting at some pizza joint or whatever and you see the the animation of the beer pouring and it like splashes and sloshes around it's this golden you know nectar you're like man it must be good it must be so good and I had it at 15 and I it, I was like this is awful no and he was like what do you think I was like I don't like this at all he's like okay that's a relief yeah. um right just I was like wow I just I and I was like conscious of it I thought, I just had a life event here on this open air, you know, like lorry with all these other people. I just had my first sip of beer. Wow. Life experience. Check it off in the book. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Neat. So we get into town and they kind of have this station where they drop you off the edge of town. So you have to walk past all the shops and hopefully buy stuff and whatever. Um, So they drop us off and we're heading back and we're all all walking. And I'm just kind of looking around thinking, Mexico, this is a different country. What's it? What's it going to be like? And I was like, wow, it kind of looks, you know, hey, they got a pharmacy there. <laughs> and here's some shops with clothes. Here's a grocery store. Here's all the stuff. It's like, oh, this isn't so different. I honestly didn't even notice that everyone spoke Spanish. Everyone was speaking Spanish because living in Southern California, especially growing up in La Habra, like that wasn't even Spanish that. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't remarkable, but it was just that I was cognizant of the fact that like, this is their, not even their first language, but like, this is the national language, yeah, right? It's yeah, all yeah, these yeah, yeah. different things. It's just weird. Again, thoughts of a 15-year-old. So we're, we're walking down. There, I see these guys like painting a storefront. Um, they're up on this ladder and there's two of them and they're painting. Um, and they're painting this like nice, like brilliant white. And they're like going to start doing some lettering and stuff. And we walk past them. And then I hear just this super loud scrape of like metal on cement. 
just this super loud scrape and then a like a smack or like a snap hmm. everybody kind of turns around and the ladder had had slid out right it was leaning against the the storefront and the guy was painting and the, the bottom feet had slid out oh, and so wow. this guy had fallen at at least 12 feet onto this concrete and so we so we everybody kind of just held their breath and he kind of got up and went back right he was laying on his side okay and like went to get up and when you you know when you get up you kind of put your hand behind you a little bit to like to get up and his forearm just folded in half oh my god um and it was like so clear that he had just like just broken clean into his 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 arm and his and he kind of like propped himself up against the the you know the storefront and his buddy who was kind of taking a break just like handed him a beer <laughs> and he took it and he took a big old took a big old drink of it and i was like that's wild <laughs> in my stupid mind at the time i was like wow they they like they can't call an ambulance we're in Mexico and I'm a 15 year old idiot <laughs> and I don't know but that that's what I thought at the time right it left this yeah, impression yeah, on me so yeah. a lot of things in the story are going to be me like showing what an I, idiot I no, was at I the time I love it I love it but I was I just mean, like, at the time you're not an idiot though at the time you're just a 15 no, year old kid who I, doesn't know how how would I know like you wouldn't cancel on a beer that. you'd call you'd call an ambulance you call an ambulance and I was like well he would have done that otherwise <laughs> If he, he must not be able to. That's the only reason that you wouldn't call an ambulance when your coworker breaks his arm like that. And I've never seen anything like that. That was like one of the most graphic things I've ever seen in my life. See this dude's arm fold in half in real life. Oh my gosh. That was wild. We're going to continue on to the beach and have our fun day uh, as, as cruise passengers. Well, this guy has like really hurt himself. So we go and we, we get to the beach and everybody sets up and we're, you know, we're cool. We're chilling. And then every, people kind of go out. One of the things that we had signed up to do was my brother and I were going to go ride jet skis out mm -hmm. in, you could do ocean jet skis, cool. um, which if you've never done, super fun. It's so much different than riding a jet ski in a lake because you get to feel, you really get to like, you really get to feel the ocean because really you only experience the ocean. Even if you're a surfer, even if you spend a ton of time in the ocean, you really only get to experience the first 15, 20 yards of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe 30 out there if it's depending on where the break is but in a jet ski you're going way out there hmm. and beyond you're going beyond the breaking waves and you get to see where those waves come from and that was a really interesting thing for me because i expected it to be flat because we were just on a cruise ship and it looks flat yeah but when you're riding these jet skis out there you see that there's these these troughs and these peaks and you can see like these are going to be the waves that are coming in and the fact that it just, um, I couldn't explain it at the time, but I realized that it was, I'm the first first person to see these waves. They're going to see them when they get into the, to the shore. They're going to come up on the shore, but I'm seeing them now and they're here. And that mixed with the idea of like, that was out there on that jet ski. Because you, what you want to do is you want to get your speed just right so that you can kind of ride them. Because mm -hmm. if you ever, if you speed up or slow down too much, and you just like slap the bottom of your jet ski on one of those one of those peaks it'll knock your teeth loose it, it's so jarring <laughs> so just that idea of of like kind of becoming 
harmonized with this natural thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. And then if you mess it up, you can hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. That was that was the first time I had ever experienced that really and seen it like demonstrated in this way. I'm on this very unnatural thing, this jet ski. And even still these waves that are breaking, like I can still hurt myself. Like I yeah. like I sprained my, almost like sprained my wrist with how hard I hit one of these troughs with the, yeah. with the bottom of this jet ski. I was like, oh, I have to be careful out here even with this. And just the idea of, of seeing it like that really cemented in my mind the idea of why we call it a wave, which sounds like a bong rip uh, college dorm <laughs> thought. Oh man, that's why we call it a wave. But you see it. And for me, someone who has been you know, an audio engineer for a long time, working with waveforms is something that I do mm. all the time. And seeing it like that and thinking, oh, it's just energy moving through the water, creating these waves, the same way that energy moves through the air and creates waves that we can't see, that hits our ears. These are at a certain frequency, you know, and when you can kind of get in line with that frequency, you're in harmony with it and you can, you can ride it. It's good. But if you get out of harmony with that, it can cause pain the same way that it can with your ear. If you hear these really loud dissonant noises, it's like unpleasant. You can hurt your ears from that. Yeah. So just kind of realizing that, right? So this is, I'm taking in a lot as a 15 year old kid in this day. <laughs> a There's a day. lot that's yeah. going on. It's I'm, my head is spinning at this point. I had my first beer. Saw a dude snap his arm in half. I had this um, like celestial moment on a on a water on a on a, on a jet ski. Uh, right? I'm learning a lot. This I is this it. is interesting. I'm learning a lot. Uh, so that that ends. We kind of get back in, and everybody asks, "Oh, how was it out there? Was it fun?" Here's me. I've had this like religious moment. I'm like, "Oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's fun. Thank you. Yeah, it's good." <laughs> Yeah, you're back to being a cool 15 year old no but i just at the time i didn't know how to share yeah 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 what i had experienced i didn't even really know what i experienced i was still like i was still processing it yeah 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 um but so we're we're chilling we're we're on the beach they're like oh you want to go out in the water it's like nah i'm good i was just out there i'm, I'm just gonna kind of sit and hang out and then so some of the some of the people went into the water and i see this guy walking out and he was a guy, one of the brothers, one of the older brothers from one of my brother's friends. And he's walking out. He's uh, thigh deep into the water. And you just hear him like scream. And he just goes down and he falls into the water. Mm. And every, you know, the, the beach was pretty empty, but everybody got up and looked at him. And my first thought was, he just got bit by a shark. Mm. This day is wild. He just got bit by a shark. <laughs> what? Mexico is wild. Um, but then he comes back up and he starts waving uh, for one of like kind of the um, the patriarch, if you will, of the group, the guy who had kind of been on the most cruises, his family had been on a ton of cruises, they'd been mm-hmm. there. And so his name was Xavier and everybody just called him X. So this guy, started, he's like, this guy, you know, comes back up from where he's like, X, 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 get out, get out here, I need you. And he calls me and my brother because we're the two other kind of biggest guys there. We run out there and we carry him in and he's bleeding from his foot. And I'm like, oh, this dude just cut himself on a rock. He stepped on a rock and, and cut himself because there was coral and For stuff. For sure, yeah. We get there. This guy, Xavier, like looks at, he pulls his foot up and I see there's these three like spines sticking out of this guy's foot. And he stepped on a sea urchin. Oh, wow. 
um, right? Because there's coral out there. There's all there's all yeah. sorts. Of, you can go snorkeling out there. Like that's what he was going out to do. And he stepped on a sea urchin. Um, we don't know if you know. My understanding, again, as a 15 year old kid, was like these things are venomous. You need to. We need to do yeah. something. We can't just hand him a beer and he'll be okay. We we need. <laughs> we need to call an ambulance but yeah. what do we do luckily the adults were much calmer than that and so <laughs> he he had he had tweezers and started like plucking these spines out it, yeah it was rough it was it didn't look fun yeah to be to having sea urchin spines taken out of your foot but he's he, like so he's his foot's bleeding and we're like that's it man that's a wrap on the day we we, we got to get out of here before someone else goes down Um. (laughs) life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs united healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> so we, start, we, head, we, head back to the, we head back to the boat. We get on the boat. And like, I want to take a pause here. It's just so interesting growing up less than 200 miles from Mexico in a, in a state of California that used to be Mexico and just f- feeling like it was so foreign, right? Even though my eyes were telling me, this is, this is just, this is so similar to where yeah, you're from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But being told and learning that like, oh, Mexico is different. This country is different. It's, an, it's, it's dangerous. It's, mm-hmm. and it's, um, it, that's just such an interesting thought to me. We're now like one of the top places I want to go. I can't wait to go to Mexico City. That's like mm-hmm. one of my places that I like, I, like, I cannot wait to go to. And that's me. This kid who grew up in Southern California, how how difficult must it be for people in the Midwest, you know, the East to 
unlearn these mm-hmm. things that they're told about Mexico yep. and they're told about these other countries, right? I've been super lucky. I've been able to travel to over a dozen different countries, see how all these different types of people live. It's so much easier to just learn something from people that you've never learned, you never heard about before than it is to unlearn something about a people or a place that you've been told about yeah. and then experience because you're, you're gonna, you're, you cannot see it for what it is. Mm-hmm. You're going to see it how you've been kind of taught to see it. And you, re- and you have to actively unlearn that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got out of Mexico. We went back on that cruise ship and he went to the nurse and they, I, I don't know what they did, but he, he was fine. Um, they, they wrapped him up. They gave him some crutches. They gave him the sea urchin anti-venom. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know what you'd do for that. That's awesome. So we're, so, you know, the, the night goes on kind of, we all have dinner together. And then later that night we're in, uh, um, we're chilling in one of these jacuzzis and the drinking, the international waters drinking age, I think it's 18, mm. which all, my brother and all his friends were, they just graduated high school. They were, they were all 18. So they could, they could drink. I was 15, but I've always looked older than I was, you know, I was always asked what my order was going to be when the, when the bartender, whoever was coming around taking drink orders, I always got asked what, and I was like, Oh no, I can't, I can't do it. I can't drink. I'm 15, you know, like this, like this bartender cares why I don't want to drink, but (laughs) so we're, we're chilling, they're drinking and I'm just, you know, hanging out, having a good time. One of the, one of the girls, one of my brother's friends, her grandma, had ordered like a tray of drinks for us and they're pina colada strawberry colada whatever mm-hmm. um and this tray of drinks comes over and they got the like flashing lights like yeah. straws in them and <laughs> it's you know this this abomination practically just a slurpee with probably like a a, a shot or two of generic alcohol yeah. in it um and so the tray's going around and everybody's taking one and it gets to me right i'm feeling bold at this moment yeah I had my first sip of beer already. <laughs> Am I going to do this? And so I look at the tray and then I look across the, the jacuzzi at my brother. And I was, I mean, I was, I was, I was asking him, I'm like, is this, are you, are you cool if I do this? And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders at me and like nodded. <laughs> like you never seen, you never seen a 15 year old swipe a drink off a tray that fast. I, lo- <laughs> um, I was like, oh man, this is wild. Like got the nod I'm, of approval. I'm yeah. becoming so worldly <laughs> with my four hours in Mexico and my two alcoholic beverages in one day. Uh, I'm a changed man. I love uh, and everybody's like, ooh, Andrew, the kid, 15, he's drinking. They're like, Do you feel it? Do you feel it? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to feel. I can tell you in hindsight, no. I'm sure there was like maybe an ounce of alcohol in those drinks and like they were 16 ounce sugar rushes is essentially what they were. Um, But I was like, I don't know. It's tasty. Uh, I like this better than I like this better than that than that Corona my dad gave me, you know, earlier today. We're, We're chilling. I'm like, you know, I have opportunities to have more, but I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. doesn't feel right. I don't want to push my luck. So we start, right. Most, a lot of uh, cruise ships, this one did, and I've seen it on other ones too, where there's like a track around the top deck for people if they want to run or if they just want to walk or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Every once in a while, there'll be like a shuffleboard set up, you know, because that's what you do on cruises. You, you drink and you play shuffleboard. <laughs> so we were walking around and it was pretty late. It was probably... Uh, it was after midnight for sure, but we're we're walking around this top deck and it's dark and we had set sail. So we're out in the middle of the ocean. It's dark. The water is just black and you can just see this trail of white 
behind the boat um, of the wake. And it's, it's just this surreal thing. And I was just kind of standing there, kind of taking it all in. There's stars, it's the ocean, just the sound of the boat. And you're on this massive moving thing. And so I'm kind of having another one of these moments, which is then cut short by one of my brother's jackass friends starts just like screeching and doing cartwheels on the top deck because uh, oh, they've been drinking all night. And I was like, I was like, man, what a, what a jackass. Uh, <laughs> and then I, and then he, he keeps doing these cartwheels. So like skip a couple times, do a cartwheel, skip a couple times, do a cartwheel. And we're on the top deck of this cruise ship. Yeah. And the, there's a railing on top of the cruise ship, but it's like waist high. Like this dude could cartwheel in my mind. It's like he could cartwheel right <laughs> off that top deck. Yeah. and what do we do what do we do then right it's not something and, I, and so I just got this sense of dread the sense of dread came over me and it was that same feeling that I felt at the beginning of the day of like mm. this is dangerous how how do people not how are people not just falling off this daily yeah. like <laughs> right every morning at breakfast I feel like there should be a list of a couple names sorry these people fell off the top deck <laughs> We don't know where they went. Our condolences. (laughs) You'll you'll get a three hundred dollar buffet voucher. You know, sorry. Because I'm like, these are kids, and like, like I've seen people way more drunk than this guy is on this trip. How how does this not happen more? And so I was like, I'm out. I can't hang out with you guys anymore. I can't watch this. I hope he makes it. I hope he doesn't cartwheel right off. I've always, for a long time, I've had this. I always imagine the like worst the worst thing possible so i was never a good skateboarder my brother and i both (laughs) were skateboarders we skated a lot as kids and i was always held back by fear because whenever i was about to go for something i always picture like what's the worst thing that could happen Mm -hmm. and i was trying to prepare myself to make sure that that didn't happen totally but you can't do that without imagining it first and being like well it's it's still on the table it's (laughs) still possible that that could happen despite your best efforts that's still possible (laughs) yeah so i was like this guy tumbles off he he tumbles off the top deck maybe he hits something on the way down best case scenario he slaps down in that water which from that height is still very dangerous 100 percent. and then i don't know i don't know if you knew this and i don't know where i learned it as a kid but a lot of kids that i know learned somewhere that if you are in the water next to a big ship Mm. That it's gonna suck you right under. Did yeah. You, did you? Yeah, I remember like where did you learn that, that? I have no idea, but I remember learning it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know where we learned that either. But like, it must have been in a movie. It must have been in a movie somewhere it's where that happened. Be. Yeah, it's gotta. Be. And yeah, and what happens is you get sucked under that boat, and there's these big propellers. Yes. <laughs> and so that's what's happening to him. And then from from our perspective, if that happens, we're all standing on the top deck of this cruise ship. And we've gone from having a good time watching this jackass do cartwheels to seeing someone just disappear over the edge. And there is nothing we can do about it. Yeah. I don't want to be here for that. That happens. (laughs) I don't want to be here for it. You tell me about it at breakfast, but I don't want to be here for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see your name on Um, the card tomorrow morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I'll see them slap that $300 buffet voucher down at your family's table. And it was just weird to like begin and end the day with those feelings of like danger. But then thinking back on it, I was like, those are the times that I felt the most unsafe. Again, thinking about like unlearning, growing up as a kid and thinking about Mexico as this dangerous place. You're taught to be like, to, to fear, you know, oh, it's very dangerous and you don't gangs and whatever as if we don't have gangs here as if there aren't gangs in every major city in the world yeah (laughs) um but like oh because they you know because they speak a different language oh whatever or you know it it, it was the times i felt the most unsafe were on that cruise ship and thinking back there's just such an odd experience to have feeling like that and i don't know why i mean it, it was a wild day for sure. I just, I, I, that every once in a while, that different pieces of that day of that story will just crop up in my mind. Mm. Um, or I'll see or I'll hear things. It could be something from like seeing somebody painting something, you know, on the, on a sidewalk, on a ladder. And I just remember that sound of that metal scraping and that crack and snap mm. sound, or you're like, I'm watching that movie surfs up. Is it? The oh man, it's movie? gotta be. Yeah, it's got to be okay. like ten years old. Yeah, and one the, of the pe- one of the, it's like the these surfing right? penguins. Yeah, 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 like yeah surfing yeah. penguins. <laughs> and one of the penguins steps on a sea urchin. No, and he's way. like, oh, and and he and he steps on a sea urchin. And they're like bringing him in. He's like, oh no, no, I got these like poison things. And they're like, what happened? He's like, I, I stepped on a sea urchin. I stepped on a sea urchin. And then it like hard cuts to an interview with a sea urchin. And he's like, stepped on me. The guy was dancing on me. Look at this. Gone, gone, broken, gone. <laughs> and even something like as stupid and silly as that would be like, no, that's serious. Stepping on a sea urchin is a serious thing. Like, mess this guy up. That's amazing. You know, so it's just all these different things that like just just bring me back to, to that story. And, and makes me it makes me so grateful to have experienced something like that at such a young age because like what if I hadn't had that experience to look back on mm. um, right and that was not you know that was a day in Mexico and obviously these are like tourist ports so it's like yeah, these yeah, people yeah. are here working most of them are in like the tourist industry so you're not like seeing life you know in this place yeah. and I've been lucky enough to travel places where you do see that where you're not in in a major city and you're not in these places and you do get to just see these people living their lives and you get to live their life with them and you get to take part in that if you're lucky enough and be welcomed into that but I'm I always think about like what if that hadn't happened at such a young age at, at 15 what if what if I went on carrying those fears carrying those mm-hmm. ideas about this mm-hmm. other place about this other people they would have only set in more and it would have been harder to unlearn them yeah totally and i guess really like for me what this kind of these memories what this day does is it reminds me that like traveling honestly is important and i guess what i mean by like traveling honestly is traveling to a place and trying to trying to live live there like the people who are from there live there Mm -hmm. not going to it as like a theme park or as like an attraction. Yeah. Which is easy to do, right? You know, Emily and I went to Paris and this is, you know, you you can you can you can pick them out. They're usually Americans, sometimes they're from the UK, but they look like, you know, you can put that family from, you know, the Midwest at Disneyland for the first time next to that family of Americans in Paris for the first time and sometimes they look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they shouldn't. They yeah. shouldn't look yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. So traveling honestly to me is trying to see and feel and experience 
and not insert yourself into that. And because I think in, the, in that Mexico trip, because I was so uncomfortable with my brother's friends, my friends weren't there. I was kind of on the outside. Yeah. I was already laying low and I was already kind of just feeling things out and observing. So I didn't have all these distractions. So I could just watch and, and take things in. And not that I was this, you know, all knowing observant kid right because a, a lot of the observations i made and the conclusions that i came to from those observations were totally wrong for sure yeah right for sure, for sure. of course they have ambulances in mexico of yeah. course that <laughs> like you know so it, it, it's that's just like a good reminder of that like every time you see someone doing something or you experience something culturally you're like that's weird mm-hmm. it's like no no, no 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 it's just different yeah people have learned to get by all over the world they have a way to do it you just may not understand it yet. Yeah. And and I can, and that's like traveling, honestly, trying to figure that out. Yeah, totally. What What is that way that you do that? Um, I love that. I, I, I think, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Even just the intention behind saying like, I don't just want to visit that city. I want to experience that city. Yeah. 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 I think that's huge. I am still laughing at the, the idea of you having this guy step on a sea urchin. You're like, dad, quick, give me a Corona. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're like, what do we do? Dad, get what do we do? Yeah. I don't know. Someone get him a beer. <laughs> That's apparently to me, this dumb 15-year-old kid. Uh <laughs> That's the only medical care they have here, is a bottle of beer. So funny. Just the idea yeah, man. like, what do we do? Dad, give you a beer. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, it, it, it was wild. So yeah that's that's my meandering story i love that man thank you so much for sharing that you're the best i'll see appreciate you it, man i'll see you soon thanks brother i appreciate it I got one of these coming your way yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right see you man all right later Thank you so much again for listening to today's episode of Tell Me Yours. If you want to follow Andrew's band Moonlight Graham on most social medias, they are just at Moonlight Graham Music, or you can look up Moonlight Graham on Spotify to stream their catalog. If you want to follow us, Twitter and Instagram at Tell Me Yours Pod. And then if you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll get some extra time with Andrew. You'll get some, some FaceTime with his cats like we joke about. Um, But just a really, really great conversation. Thank you so much to Andrew for having it. Once again, patreon.com slash tellmeyours. And until next week, be kind to each other, and we'll talk soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. 
That's stamps.com code program.